0: Hi, everybody. Quick content warning for this episode. We are going to be talking about infertility and pregnancy. So, if that's something that isn't helpful for you to listen to right now, please feel free to skip this episode and listen back to a different one. And now let's get on to the podcast. Hey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> and I'm Adi. <laughs> and we're the Politos.
0: And we're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, Emphasis is on growing and <laughs> learning about the world.
1: And today we're talking about pregnancy.
0: We have a lot to talk about.
1: We do. A lot to
0: catch you up on.
1: Should we do catch up first?
0: I think the whole episode is catch up. No, but uh, do you have anything?
1: Uh, No.
0: Okay. Well, then should we just? Get to it?
1: You mean, should we get down to the (laughs) (laughs) needy-greedy?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I mean.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode that uh, we have been waiting for a long time. Like six months or so. Yeah. Yeah, so take it away.
0: Okay, well, as you could see from the title and the intro, (laughs) um, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And... As you are hearing this, I will actually be at the very beginning of my third trimester. Dang. So we've been uh, holding on to this for a while.
1: For a while. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So basically, I don't know, where should we start? I guess I'll just start where we left off, which was we talked on the podcast about doing our last, I think we talked about doing our last fertility treatment in December, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. So that happened in December. That happened, I think, a week or two before we moved out of Oregon.
0: Last year, we were kind of documenting here and there the process of going through fertility treatments on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And you may or may not have noticed that we haven't talked about it in a while. And I'm definitely going to address the reason why we've waited you know, six months to talk about this. Right. But first, I'll just kind of rewind the tape
1: sorry i'm looking for the <laughs> episode number that, when we last uh, talked about it yeah <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> listening to my own voice here but it was at the beginning of like january i think probably yeah oh yeah so episode 66 and 67 that was a uh mini series called virginity advice from the trenches oh yeah you wanted to do that episode because you felt like you wanted to talk about the struggles while you're in it, Mm -hmm. right? And then that was obviously before we found out we were pregnant. Yeah.
0: So that was when we were still like very much in the midst of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, essentially we had our last, well, we didn't know that it was going to be our last, but we had the last fertility appointment in Oregon before we moved. And that was like Mm mid-December. And then we were moving like a week or two after. Actually, it was two weeks after because... I think, like, two days before we actually moved, mm-hmm. like, officially left the house, yeah. was when we realized that it was also unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And that was really difficult. I think the it hardest was. one because it we knew that it was the last time in Oregon with that fertility doctor, and we knew that it was also fairly likely that that would be our last IUI. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't make a lot of sense to... Try another i u i after doing yeah. three, yeah, so at that point it was very devastating, and we just left Oregon, and then when we moved before we even found this place in merced we I was looking into fertility doctors in the area,
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of looking all over like northern and central California to try to find something, and there were wait lists and there were also, like uh, one, you know, one place I, I talked to had a super long waiting list to even get in.
1: Oh yeah. Another
0: place I talked to had like specific BMI requirements that mm-hmm. um, I knew was going to like disqualify me from being able to be seen there, or at least to yeah. be seen for certain procedures and things like that. So, so needless to say, I was very discouraged just coming into like the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. and.
1: Yeah, if you want to pause there. So the first month of the year we were out of Oregon and we were uh looking for a house and at the same time we we were planning for the whole year, we were uh writing down our, our goals. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Like we were down yeah. our our uh goals
0: like quarterly.
1: Quarterly, like uh we made like little categories like spiritual goals, uh health goals. The podcast Personal goals, goals. Yeah, yeah, so many things. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that came down on the, um, the health goals was to get the IVF process started, yeah, at soon. least
0: by finding a fertility doctor, yeah, and seeing like what their opinion was based on mm-hmm. our history mm-hmm. and the tests that we had done and all of that. And uh, go ahead, sorry, was I,
1: yeah, no, so we were, I was just gonna say that we were planning so many things for yeah. to, to get pregnant, mm-hmm. and so we were considering options couple of little things here and there and um that was like the first like month of just trying to figure out like after we got the the negative results right in yeah. oregon that was like the the thing that we talked about like okay well what's next then like the iui failed mm-hmm. we tried it so many times and we thought okay that was the last time mm-hmm. right and uh like you said it was discouraging m- for many reasons yeah. one was just hard because we were moving out of Oregon and uh, a place where we had the doctor, the um, the the, the, infer- the fertility doctor mm-hmm. that was helping us. And we were moving to California in a place where we didn't really have like a, a steady, uh, stable um, doctor facility or anything at all. So it was, it was devastating like, because... It was like
0: starting from scratch.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think moving from one state to another state it's like it's a fresh start right mm-hmm. and so I think it was also emotionally just um, a bummer like yeah. emotionally just uh, draining to think like well we didn't get our goal accomplished right. which was getting, getting pregnant yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly So anyway, go ahead. oh yeah no I'm glad you said that and yeah, um, yeah and uh, I mean there were so many things along with that too like we we knew that we needed to try to get health insurance here which yes. we didn't have in Oregon and no. Uh, but we also knew that fertility treatments are not covered by insurance. So, yeah. you know, we were thinking about all of those elements. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we both just knew that, like, we didn't want to, I don't want to use the phrase, waste a lot of time, because I know that none of the time is wasted. But right. it, and so it's hard to not feel that way, that yeah. like each cycle, each month that goes by, it, it can feel like, okay, well, we want to try to get this doctor as soon as possible, Mm -hmm. And just see what the next step is. And we didn't know. We knew that a fertility doctor might look at our history and suggest that IVF would be the next step. Mm -hmm. Or they might suggest trying another IUI or a different medication or something like that. But we just knew that we didn't want to wait a long time before we started looking and trying to find somebody because... All of those processes can take a long time. Even just getting established with a new doctor can take a long time hmm. for them to, you know, they have to do all of their own right. testing. Right. And they, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then the IVF process itself is a long process. It isn't just one, you know, going in one yeah. time for a procedure.
1: Yeah. So we were also briefly, we were, I think, I think super brief, we are considering, or I think I was bringing up this, like, oh, I think maybe we should maybe go back to the fertility uh, center in Oregon. We
0: talked about it, while, yeah.
1: You know, and, and try since we already are established with the doctor and everything and so mm-hmm. dealing with infertility like you battle with time and also money and mm-hmm. among mm-hmm. other things, right? Oh, yeah. But uh, those two big factors have uh, are definitely in the in the game in the fighting infertility game.
0: Oh yeah, those are the two like more <laughs> physical things yeah. that just kind of pile on to the like emotional toll yeah. of
1: it. Yeah, so with the time, it was just hard because each month we wanted to try something, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we were just devastated leaving Oregon, you know, after trying for, for, like, two years, yeah, right? And and then I didn't realize until I did the taxes, like, how much money we spent on the, the fertility treatments, treatments alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was just, like, hard, and you, you think, like, man, like, we did so much, right? And at the end, we didn't get we didn't get pregnant. So yeah. it was definitely hard and challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I actually forgot about that, that we had considered going back to the doctor in Oregon yeah. d- just because I was already established there. And mm-hmm. she had already said that, you know, she would be able to do IVF for us mm-hmm. and that she thought that would be the next step. And so, yeah, we, d- we definitely were considering that. And it's crazy Looking back now, because all of the things that we just said from when we found out that the IUI didn't work, everything that we just mentioned, all of the thought processes and the research and um, calling different fertility clinics in California and all of that, that all happened within a little less than a month period. but
1: That that obviously was before we found out we were pregnant.
0: Yeah. But Mm -hmm. this kind of just goes back to something I think we've talked about before with infertility is that... The unknown nature of like how long it could be is one of the hardest things about it. Just knowing yeah. that it this could be, uh, this could last another couple months or this could last, you know, another decade. And like, we yeah, just have no idea. Right. And that's one of the hardest things about it because in that month, in those like, whatever it was, 25 days or whatever, mm-hmm. it just felt like it did feel very hopeless because mm-hmm. we just didn't know what to do when we were getting these nos from, from clinics and you know, and the money part of it and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, but it is just crazy to look back and realize like that was actually a really short amount of time, Yeah. but it didn't feel like it at all.
1: Right. I know. Right. That was crazy. So yeah, we did all the research and, and got rejected and, you know, and so that's why we were considering going back to sti- sticking with the uh, Oregon doctor.
0: And I will say that one of the uh, fertility clinics that I called, I did put my name on the waiting list. And as of today, I have still never heard from them.
1: Yeah. You wow. know, and so
0: if we had like waited for them, I mean, we still wouldn't have gotten in to see a doctor.
1: Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: So to move the story on <laughs> along a little bit, we we're still trying. Yeah. Because, you know, we like we said we didn't want to kind of lose any time. Mm-hmm. And so we were still I you know, I was still like tracking my cycle and so we were still trying mm-hmm. um in that next month after the IUI. And I was surprised and glad to find out that I did ovulate on my own. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why, because, you know, before we started treatments, I wasn't ovulating. And then, um, during those six months of treatments, there were, there were a couple of like cycles in there that I didn't take the medication for different reasons. And I, my body actually did ovulate on its own. So I'm yeah. not sure I'm not a doctor <laughs> and I don't know why that is.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but I was very thankful to see that that next cycle with no medication, I did still ovulate. Yeah. Um, so we knew because because of that, that there was still a very small chance that we could just get pregnant. Right. If there was no ovulation, then we knew that there wasn't really that wasn't really possible. Right. But because that did happen, we were like, Okay, there is a very small chance. So mm-hmm. as it was getting close to the end of that cycle, mm-hmm. which was like mid January, mm-hmm. I- I've talked before on the podcast about the whole all of the emotions that go into like that last, those last few days before either, you know, I'm going to test or I'm going to get my period or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it was coming close to that time. And I really wasn't planning on taking a test because my expectations were just so incredibly low. Yeah, Having just gone through all these treatments and then just having this natural cycle, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my expectations were so incredibly low. I wasn't really planning on testing, but then... I started getting in my head a little bit about, well, I could be pregnant. Like, well, what if, you know, what if I am? Yeah. And I didn't want to let myself keep dwelling on those thoughts Mm -hmm. because it's really difficult. So I just decided, okay, you know what? I'm just going to take a test today. I just need to know. Yeah. And so once I just see that, you know, negative test, which is what I was fully expecting, (laughs) then I can at least. Just know, okay, that's what we're I thought, yeah. and then move on. Yeah, we were staying with your parents at this time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so I told you that. And so we go to the store. Mm-hmm. We had like a couple of errands to run, and I wanted to pick up a pregnancy test because we didn't have any. So I remember, as we were driving to the first store we needed to go to, uh-huh. I <laughs> so distinctly, and I think that probably a lot most uh, women will be able to relate to this. I so. <laughs> distinctly thought that I had just started my period just yeah. like as we were driving in the car yeah and sorry if this is TMI <laughs> for anybody listening but <laughs> this is all part of the story and so I was very sad for a second but then I was like well I mean that's what I was expecting anyway yeah so we get to this this first store yeah and I was like I told you and I, I was like I'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. and just confirm so I go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and then I was like oh I was wrong. I was so confident that I had started and I didn't. So yeah. then I was like, oh, never mind. Okay, back to plan A of getting the pregnancy test. Yeah. So we go to the store, the other store, we get the pregnancy test. And then I ha- I, now I, I had just gone to the bathroom. So then I was like, okay, now I have to wait some time to, uh you know, you can't just like pee again right <laughs> after. Right. So we go back home. I wait a couple hours and then I was like, okay. I'm going to take the pregnancy test now. And as you have offered many times before, mm-hmm. you asked me if I wanted you to be the one to look at the test. Mm-hmm. Every other time that you've ever asked me that, I always said no yeah. be- because I had this vision of being able to like surprise you and tell you mm-hmm. in like a fun way yeah. or like record your reaction or whatever. <laughs> and so I had always said no, but this time because my expectations were on the floor And I was so convinced that I was not pregnant. I was like, okay, sure. And it was just, everything was so hard and emotional. And I was just like, yeah, that would be nice to not have to be the one to to see it. So I go go to the bathroom. I take the test.
1: And I'm anxiously waiting for you at the other end of the hallway.
0: Yeah. And I assume that your expectations were also very, very low. Uh,
1: I I mean, I was praying the whole time and hoping that it would be positive and really hoping and having faith and I think between the two of us obviously I was the one that was
0: more optimistic more,
1: more yeah optimistic about you know getting the positive results or whatever so I was really hoping that um that I was going to be positive and even when we were writing going back to the writing the plans and everything for the year even though we were writing down like okay we're we're going to start the IVF treatments and, and all that stuff. And I was just being hopeful mm-hmm. and being faithful that we wouldn't tr- uh, start even start the IVF, yeah. you know, process because I was really hoping that hopefully naturally we could, um, get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to, to you in the
0: bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the bathroom. I take the test. I set it on the counter uh-huh. And I was literally just washing my hands really quickly. And yeah. then I was going to leave the bathroom mm-hmm. and tell you, okay, set a timer for three minutes and then look at it. I'll be in the other room and then you can just come and tell me. Yeah. And so my plan was for you to just come tell me, mm-hmm. yes, it was negative, And mm-hmm. then not, you know, I didn't have to look at it or anything. So I'm washing my hands. Literally, <laughs> it took me like... 15 seconds to wash my hands. And (laughs) as I'm washing them, I just glanced down at the test. So Mm -hmm. granted, the test has only been sitting there for like 15 seconds. Yeah. I glanced down at it and I could already see that there was a second line, that there were two lines. Which means
1: uh, positive. Which means
0: pregnant. Yeah. And I could not believe it. Yeah. Like I was so shocked. I just like looked at it for a second. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, especially that quickly. Right. And... So I just, like, opened the door, and I was like, Adi, Adi. Not
1: like that. You were, like, very kind of, like, obviously shocked and very, yeah, very Hicked? shocked and kind of, yeah, panicked. You didn't say that with a like, happy tone. You were just, like, very shocked yeah. and very um, panicked about it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what's going on, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, is there a problem? What, you know, what's going on? So yeah. I rushed to the bathroom, and then you, you, you point out the... um the test. Yeah, I
0: think I was just like, look. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we both just, like, stood there staring at it for, yeah. like, a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that... I think we both started crying.
1: Yeah, I definitely cried. You were crying for different reasons, I think. Yeah. No, I was crying out of joy.
0: Yeah, and I was...
1: Now that you were not joyful, but you were... Well, so, <laughs>
0: yeah, in retrospect, like, looking back at it, I... I don't think that they were just like pure tears of joy unfortunately and like yeah i'll talk about that more but i think that i was very scared yeah. um not of being pregnant but of letting myself be happy mm-hmm. about it and letting myself like feel that joy yeah i was so scared that like it just seemed way too good to be true
1: yeah
0: and so it was just very yeah, it was just this immense, like, overwhelming feeling and a fear that I was going to find out that it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was kind of just like sobbing, and it was partly that I was very, I was very happy. Obviously, this was like something that we had dreamed of for years. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it was just, it was so overwhelming. The emotions were just so overwhelming that it was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So. We like just kind of stood there, we just were crying in the bathroom, yeah, and uh we took a quick little video of like the test, and then I think you took a little video of me crying,
1: yeah, <laughs> and then,
0: um, at this point, it was like eleven o'clock at night mm-hmm. and so we were just like, what do we do <laughs> do yeah. we do we tell people, And we both agreed that we wanted to tell somebody, like we wanted to tell our families and like Mm -hmm. be able to just share it with someone Mm -hmm. so because we were at your parents house we wanted to tell them in like a fun way since we were there with them in person but we also did not want to wait until the next morning so we decided to go out and try to go to a store and like buy something as a way to tell them yeah so we go and get in the car And I'm not sure what they were thinking because we had just like gone and run errands a few hours before, (laughs) but we go get in the car and sitting in the car, we FaceTimed my mom. Mm -hmm. I knew that she was going to be very suspicious because I don't usually FaceTime her and I don't usually talk to her at uh, like 1130 PM. Mm -hmm. So we FaceTime her and tell her and she was super excited. And then, um, so then we were talking about where we could go to try to buy something Mm -hmm. and... Nothing was open.
1: Except for Safeway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the only place that was open was Safeway. So, we go to Safeway and we're, like, walking around trying to decide what to get to tell them. Uh Uh-huh. And we ended up just deciding on getting a balloon that (laughs) said, like, oh, baby or something like that. Yeah, oh, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So, then we went back to the house. We gathered everybody into one room. Yeah. And then you just, like, brought the balloon in and surprised them and... Everybody was, like, very shocked and happy. Yeah. and
1: Yeah, and, and I tried to get everyone together, like, as natural as possible. So <laughs> I was like, well, since Christmas just kind of passed, so I, I was saying, well, I have a, a late Christmas gift for everyone. Oh, yeah. So I told them, have a late Christmas gift to give everyone. Uh-huh. So come in the room, and I'll give it to you. <laughs> and so I... Hit the balloon and then I showed it to them and and then I think I waited like a few seconds for them to kind of process what the balloon said and then I said, Savannah's pregnant mm-hmm. and then they're like, What? <laughs> so <laughs> the balloon, I think the color was like Either pink or white blue. It was pink. It was pink? Okay, yeah. pink. So they were like, Oh, it's a girl. And so I was like, No, like, I mean, there's no way for us to like, yeah. to to know of that.
0: And they didn't know like how long we had known or anything. Yeah,
1: so we just, we just you and know, I told them like we just found out
0: like mm-hmm. an hour ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So that was uh, that was it. That was like the day that we found out. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning I decided to take the other pregnancy test that I had.
1: Because it comes with two.
0: Because, yeah, they always come in a pack of two. And so I took that one. And the other line was, like, the second line was not as, like, quite as bright as Mm -hmm. the one the night before. Mm -hmm. And so that did worry me a little bit. But I was trying not to, like, let myself obsess over it. Mm -hmm. But I did decide that I just wanted to go to a doctor and just be seen by a doctor. Yeah. And so I ended up going to an urgent care mm-hmm. that was, like, nearby. It was actually in Monterey. Yeah, uh, I went to an urgent care, and I just kind of told them, you know, that we had been going through infertility for two years, and I just got, like, my first pregnancy test at home, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to have it confirmed. And they just did a urine test, and I don't know <laughs> if it was even any different or more accurate yeah. than the one at home, but just having somebody... In a white jacket. <laughs> no. <laughs> but just having a, a medical person tell me, like, it, honestly, she wasn't even a doctor, <laughs> but just having somebody tell me. Like a nurse or something? It was just a nurse, yeah. yeah. Um, yep, you're pregnant. Yeah. and And um, that was very reassuring and very helpful for me, and it just made it feel a little bit real. Mm-hmm. And then she also gave me the projected due date on that day which was wild yeah um because you know she said september 23rd Mm -hmm. was my projected due date and i in many ways that felt so soon the really the full the whole first trimester and some into the second trimester it really was scary Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of like that fear and anxiety of just thinking that something was going to go wrong right? and trying to battle that and trying to just let myself um, be at peace mm-hmm. and just really trying to trust that that it was going to be okay and that yeah. worrying about it wasn't accomplishing anything <laughs> um, and all of that. So I guess just to kind of go back to th- that sort of a – good tie-in like back to you know infertility Mm -hmm. um and i think i obviously you know i don't regret or kind of look back on with disdain at any part of Mm -hmm. the story or like the journey that we went on but i can definitely see how infertility impacted my and our pregnancy experience
1: oh for sure
0: i think the initial Finding out that initial positive pregnancy test was, uh, I think that the just pure like joy and excitement mm-hmm. really was like stolen from mm-hmm. both of us and especially from me by all of the time of infertility.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think more more so you you were mm-hmm. uh, more pessimistic about the whole thing, right? Like, yeah, because of infertility. And I think like that's that's what happens, right? I think to a lot of people that you go through infertility for X amount of time and and you get used to sadly you get used to the the negative mm-hmm. results, the the no's and the whatever's, you know. Yeah. And it sucks. And so that bleeds into the day that you find out, you know, and so I think that it is common for a lot of people too doubt the positive pregnancy result you know and and so i think for you that's that's why you wanted to go to the urgent care to have some a professional tell you like you're actually pregnant you know and but i'm glad you did it because that also just gave us security of like yeah you are (laughs) pregnant you know because i know there's 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 still that that likelihood that it might be a false positive, right?
0: Yeah, which is uh, not common, but it, it can happen. It is not but
1: it is. It is possible. So yeah. there's, you brought that up. And so I kept telling you, like, I don't think so, you know. So I kept on confirming the, the positive test result, but at the same time trying to affirm both of us, you know, yeah. like this is our new chapter, you know. But just so hard because, again, like going back to that, the fact that, with the help of the doctor in Oregon, things didn't work out, mm-hmm. and so then this time, like this first month after moving and everything, we naturally got pregnant. You know, not na- we got pregnant naturally, old way. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy, you know. So um, that's why we had all the, the doubts, you know, and mm-hmm. just kept growing and growing. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. I think yeah. There's no way, like when getting that positive test it doesn't sort of erase and like just make you forget about all of the emotional you know journey that you've been on and no. it isn't like you just all of a sudden forget all of that and it's just the same as if you had gotten that positive within the first month or two <laughs> right i've definitely carried that with me mm-hmm. even now i think even now When I tell people that I'm pregnant, a lot of times I will, like my natural instinct is, and I, a lot of times I want to say, like, um, yeah, we're pregnant and we were trying for two years. Like, I feel like that it's like, it rolls off of my tongue as, like, oh yeah, that's, it's not just that we're pregnant, it's that we were pregnant and it took us two years of trying. Yeah. And (laughs) I don't know why, like, I don't know that that, if people care probably some people do some people don't but to me that's really that's part of it it's Mm -hmm. not just that like we're pregnant which is amazing in and of in and of itself but it's the fact that like yeah two years of trying almost two years it was a little Mm -hmm. less than that Mm -hmm. of trying and you know here we are
1: yeah yeah And it might be the case that people do care um i want to say that maybe the people that haven't gone through infertility like might might be like cool, you know, yeah, because they personally wouldn't understand unless they've they themselves have gone through it, or yeah. they have heard it the the struggles through someone else mm-hmm. um, or through you, you know, through this podcast I think it, it, it it's your story, you know it's our story
0: mm-hmm.
1: the the two years that we went through are are not going to be like forgotten yeah you know it, it just makes the pregnancy a lot more like special mm-hmm. you know I think the other day I think yesterday I said like oh this is like a blessing within a blessing mm-hmm. uh, when I was just holding your uh, holding well touching your belly you know mm-hmm. holding touching the the baby um <laughs> Like being getting pregnant, being pregnant, it, it is a blessing. Yeah, it's a miracle. No, I said a miracle within a miracle. That's, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is a miracle
0: every time. Every time, like, it doesn't matter how many yeah. kids you've and had then, or whatever.
1: In another sense, right? Like it, it was a miracle that we got pregnant mm-hmm. with the two two years and, and everything, you know. And then naturally getting pregnant, so yeah. it's like a little miracle within a miracle, you know. And so, yeah. But I think that. You know, it doesn't matter if people care or do care or, you know, if they've, oh, they're yeah. aware of infertility or or not aware of, of infertility. You know, I think that it is your story. And, mm-hmm.
0: like,
1: you stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, and I think that, honestly, just very recently is when um, I was actually surprised to hear you say that and, like, word it in that way of, like, just referring to the baby as a miracle. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that, like... We both think that. Yeah. But um, it was really interesting and cool to hear you say that because just maybe like a week ago or a week and a half ago or something, Mm -hmm. I kind of had like those same thoughts and like feelings for really the first time of like being able to fully kind of acknowledge and feel kind of the weight of like this really is a miracle. Yeah. Um. And it was partly because of something that my friend said as I was telling her a little bit about the story of like us finding out, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was referring to it as like, that's an amazing story. And like, that's such a little miracle baby that you have. And then I was driving down the road. I was going to do a target pickup Yeah. and I saw this uh, billboard that Mm -hmm. was for a fertility clinic and it just hit me like really hard for some reason, seeing that billboard and realizing like, it really is a miracle that we are not still in the process Mm -hmm. of finding a fertility doctor or going to fertility clinics and all that. And I was just like, yeah, it really is Mm -hmm. so incredible.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And there was no good, there was no like, logical explanation for it you know
1: right there's
0: no logical explanation why after two years of trying and then six months of treatments and none of it (laughs) leading to a pregnancy right that all of a sudden we just got pregnant there's no logical explanation for it other than just this was the time and this was when god decided to Mm -hmm. have us get pregnant
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy yeah the iui treatments are supposed to all it is right if you're not aware of what that is is they uh, get like a little syringe and um get a certain amount of my sperm and ready to go and then inject that in you mm-hmm. and that's supposed to allow the sperm to be super close
0: when to, the ovulation happens yeah yeah
1: yeah and and so that's supposed to give us a better uh, percentage of, like, uh, being a successful um,
0: pregnancy. pregnancy,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. It, it's pretty insane. You were touching on a little bit on, like, telling your friends about this, the struggles and stuff. And I mm-hmm. think that was really important. I know it took us a while to be really open and stuff on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But eventually we did. And I think we're very glad like I'm glad, and I think we're both glad, right? That we did it.
0: Yeah, talking um, about like going through infertility. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and that's also telling our friends about it. I think that that also was helpful because we were telling our friends about the struggles and stuff, and and then it made it a lot more special uh, once we told them we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. You could tell from the texts or the the videos or whatever like how happy they were, yeah. you know? And, and then it, I think that adds a special, it's just extra special because I know they know all the struggles we went through. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, they could be happy with, with us, knowing like the, the journey we just like did. Yeah. Right. So I think that was really cool to just be open and honest. Um And so there was another kind of like question that we had at the very beginning, uh, when we found out we were pregnant, and that was should we tell, like every everyone, right? Yeah. And you told me uh, that you heard this through someone that went through infertility that it is important to tell your close friends, family that you're pregnant, regardless if it's gonna you know be um, the true positive or, or or it's gonna be a false negative or whatever, or something happens to the mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm. I think that you said it's important to to have people around you. Yeah. If something happens to the baby, right? Yeah. Like you you'll know that they're they're gonna be there with you. Mm-hmm. Right. To to be happy with you and to be sad with you, you know, and, and to be with you throughout the whole process of, exactly. of pregnancy. So those are the, the the people, the families, the friends that we told that are like in the people listening that were, were with us, you know, through this journey. And all that to say I wanna thank everyone who has like listened to to us and mm-hmm. to and that are aware of their journey and stuff and so it's uh it's awesome that we had the community.
0: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think it was really important to tell like our close people mm-hmm. um right away and I'm definitely glad that we did.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So that's essentially the story of us, you know, finding out and and we kind of we told people sort of slowly I guess. Yeah. Um you know, like we didn't wait long to tell our close like family and friends um well, mostly family, yeah, and, and then we kind of slowly, over time did start to tell more people, extended family and mm-hmm. then friends, and we did wait a while, partly because of just the overwhelming you know mm-hmm. emotions of everything the the fear. That Was there, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, even though I said, like, you know, telling your friends and stuff was really helpful, and that the that was kind of in a way like um, a safety net, mm-hmm. you know, like securing ourselves with the, the emotional support. Yeah, you know, it was also scary to, to say that we're pregnant mm-hmm. and to utter those words. I think that it is once you say things out loud, it, it is real, right? And yeah, so I think it, got, it took a while getting used to that of saying, Yeah, we are actually pregnant. You know, Mm -hmm. um, until we started saying it vocally, like verbally saying, "We are pregnant," Savannah's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, it took me a while to tell my friends. I think also just also just because of the the factor of like not being as social anymore. Um, You know, (laughs) so I think it took me a while. But once I did, I felt really good about it and happy about it, and and to hear their their support and to acknowledge that it was hard. Mm -hmm. You know, these past two years that that like meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. It really was like a slow and long process and that's mm-hmm. okay. I think that part of it was on purpose and like intentional. Yeah. But then I think the other part was just that we were just kind of waiting until like we felt like it. Yeah. Some of the time yeah. and there wasn't any particular reason, but I think that, I don't know, just, I think that the, Uh, I don't know I keep saying this, but like the overwhelming (laughs) emotions of the whole thing, Mm -hmm. I think just led to, at least for me, just being a little bit more like reserved and just waiting until I really felt ready and comfortable Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Yeah, And I think part of that is like a personality thing, Mm -hmm. you know, that I, my excitement doesn't usually come across as like jumping up and down, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just was, I don't know. I was just waiting until it felt like where I just felt like, yeah, I want to tell this person. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes there was no particular reason, but I was just like, Oh, today's the day.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Today's the day I'm
0: going to tell them. And, um, and I think the more time has gone by, the more exciting it is to be able to tell people. Yeah. And I think that we are still, uh, pretty awkward about, (laughs) about telling people. (laughs) Uh, we were recently at, the wedding, which we talked about on the podcast, mm-hmm. that we went to a wedding recently, and the friend that we were like spending time with there, I just, the way that I brought it up was just so weird. Cause I think, yeah. I think we were just talking about food or something, and you made it like a joke or something about me like being super hungry. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, well, I'm pregnant, I need to eat. And he was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And I was just like, yeah, I am actually pregnant. But I I think it's fine, you know? There doesn't have to be, like, this particular way or or mm-hmm. whatever of telling people. And right, sometimes it does come out awkwardly or
1: yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think I thought about, like, something funny. Like, oh, how should I bring it up? And I don't, I don't think I've used, like, the, the line yet of, like... There's been some, like, ideas of, like, oh, it'd be funny if I say... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be funny to say this or that. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's funny and it's cool, you know? It's just... to be creative and like tell people and stuff.
0: Yeah. One that was pretty funny though, I think was, um, we were trying to tell one of my, um, brothers and Mm sister-in-law, um, we, we were trying to tell as many people, especially family in person as possible. Yeah. So they, we're out of town, like out of the state, the mm-hmm. first couple of times that we came to visit family. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't tell them and we were trying, we were having everybody else like keep it a secret because we wanted to tell them face to face. Yeah. So finally we were like, okay, everybody else knows. And they're finally here. They're in yeah. town and we're about to see them. And so we had this whole plan in process. And m- the original plan was that I was going to like, just walk into the house and just say like, I'm pregnant Yeah, <laughs> um, and you were going to record it. Yeah. And then something happened. You ended up having to go somewhere. So you weren't with me. So then I was waiting for you to get to the house. So I was just like, there, making a small talk with them. And then you finally get to the house and we were just like, <laughs> we just kept looking at each other and trying to do all of these weird, like signals. signals of like, yeah, I'm ready. And then I think at one point you were recording, but I didn't know you were recording. Yeah. And so then finally I was like, okay, um, guys, we're going to do our, um, our video of the day. Cause we've been doing a one second video every day. And so every, so like, just get in the picture with me. So it wasn't very, uh, sly, but it was just, uh, I was like, okay, we just need to do this. Yeah. So we all like get into the picture and I think we're like, Hey, okay, re- ready? One, two, three. And then I was just like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that one was kind of funny and fun Yeah. to, uh, to tell them it has been really exciting to just like tell everybody and have people be very excited and supportive. One thing I wanted to go back to Mm -hmm. talking about, um, infertility, I meant to mention, I meant to mention this earlier, but I forgot what I said earlier about how, you know, getting pregnant Mm -hmm. and having that positive, it doesn't like erase the, um, the difficulty of the, you know, the years Mm -hmm. and I want to say it was like three or four days after I found out, Mm -hmm. uh, after we found out that I was pregnant and um, I was on Instagram Mm -hmm. and a like close friend of mine um, announced that she was pregnant on Instagram. Yeah. And so she, she was like a bit farther along, you know. Yeah. And I just started sobbing. Right. And it was that same feeling of like, to be very honest, and I don't think that I'm not necessarily super proud of this, but it really is just a feeling of like, that's not fair. Right. And like, why did it come easily mm-hmm. to, to them? Mm-hmm. And it was just so weird to like experience that feeling, but also know. And, you know, I told you, you know, that, I, that or <laughs> you heard me crying. And right. then, you know. And I, I just, quickly knew. About,
1: yeah. I saw your phone in, in your hand. I was like, yep. <laughs>
0: And you you know, and you told me like, but you're pregnant too, and I was yeah. like, "I know, but it just those feelings don't just go away, and yeah. I think you know i've since I've been pregnant, I have still experienced that a few more times of just that feeling of like you know for when when people announce that they're pregnant, and just knowing that like it came it was just easy,
1: yeah, I'm sure there's a word for this. I'm going to call it like not fair syndrome. You know, I think that a lot of people deal with this yeah. and, and also it's different to think just depending on your personality and yeah. everything. But I think that there's a sense of like, Oh, it's not fair because mm-hmm. like I'm older or I went through, I've been through this for so long and this, this person's young or they just got married or whatever. There's all these factors. You're like, yeah, that's just not fair. You know, like mm-hmm. life is not fair or, you know, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So, you know, I understand, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure other people might and um is it okay? Does it make it okay to have those feelings? I think that you have to deal- go through your feelings. Right. You know, I don't think that adding shame to this not fair feelings are mm-hmm. going to to make it better. Right. You know, so I think you just need to go through this wave of like, Yeah, it's not fair.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: does suck, you know, like yeah. that that they're this far along or whatever, and it only took them like one month or two months or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, go through those feelings and and I think that um like it's gonna be okay. I think that you were obviously happy and, and um you were happy and joyful for your friend. Mm-hmm. Well for all of you you have been, um, feeling those feelings for them,
0: definitely, yeah,
1: and so I think like you know they'll come, the joy and stuff will come yeah. for them, and so that definitely happened to me as well, mm-hmm. to a, you know, to um, certain degree. But you know, I think that it is it is part of life, and that like that yeah. that we we go through that,
0: yeah, yeah. And, and I also want to acknowledge that like us talking about our pregnancy, mm-hmm. that I know that there's people out there who might experience the same thing. you know, and I think that it's, it's hard. Like when, when we were in the midst of it, sometimes it was helpful to hear stories of people who were in the same place Mm -hmm. and like still trying. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it was helpful for me to hear the stories of people who had walked through infertility and then did get pregnant, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I know that there could be people like listening now or seeing Mm -hmm. on instagram our post or something and and feeling one of those two ways of like either this is not fair Mm -hmm. like why you know why did they just randomly (laughs) you know quote unquote (laughs) randomly even though it's not random but why did they just get pregnant naturally or also maybe um and i would hope that maybe it is could be encouraging to somebody
1: Mm -hmm.
0: one of the things that my one of my good friends who went through infertility told me was and and so my hope would be to also pass this along because i think the same is true for us Mm -hmm. that there was nothing particular that we did that was like within our control that made this happen Mm -hmm. and that's of course true of every single pregnancy that nobody has (laughs) full control over getting pregnant ever Mm -hmm. um but I think especially for somebody who is going through infertility right now, like just know, I guess, from, from our story that there wasn't any magic supplement or procedure, mm. you know, it's not like we tried all of these things and then, oh, this was the thing that worked, you know? Yeah. We have no idea, like, what it could have been physically or if it was just that it truly was just a miracle, and that's mm-hmm. it, and nothing changed mm-hmm. internally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And I think that, that can be helpful to hear because it's so easy to to look at all of these things and think like, well, maybe if I tried this, maybe if I was doing this, maybe right. if I was eating that or not eating that. Yeah. And you know, we only have control over so much, and we can only try so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's okay and it's good to to learn and to research and to, you know, try different things if you want to. But at the end of the day, like it isn't, it wasn't in our control at all. Right. You know, does that yeah. make sense? I'm not sure if 100%. it does. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, c- I could see like, I think at one point, you know, we, we were getting obsessed with certain things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and thinking like, well, I'm not looking um i'm not typing the correct like statement or question on Google you know <laughs> to get what I want, yeah, you know i'm not looking um I'm not looking with a larger like uh, radius you know to find this particular um doctor or whatever mm-hmm. you know I think that there's just so many opinions out there, so many answers for people, and yeah. so it's just it's hard so yeah it's definitely we didn't do something like special or, mm-hmm. or anything.
0: Oh, I guess just uh, to not, like, leave people super hanging on sort of, like, where we are now, I'll just give, like, a very brief um, update of, like, the current situation.
1: We're definitely showing. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we'll
0: do another episode that kind of breaks down more of, like, the first trimester, or the second trimester. Yeah. But basically, I am, as of recording this, I am 27 weeks and... Four days. Yeah. 27 weeks and four days, um, which means that in like three days Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah, three days from now, I'll start my third trimester. Wow. And so, as you're hearing this, I will have just started my third trimester, 28 weeks, which is amazing. It's Mm -hmm. gone by very fast. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, feel the baby kick every day and move and Audie finally was just able to feel the baby kick the other day
1: this this past week yeah yeah that was like the first time yeah yeah oh my gosh it's it's amazing yeah yeah
0: we do know if it's a boy or a girl so we'll probably talk about that next time
1: yeah definitely for sure
0: and we do not have a name no (laughs) that's been the hardest thing maybe we'll talk about that later um (laughs) And so we have, like, a little under three months, probably, until Mm, the baby's here.
1: mm, Yeah, yeah.
0: And overall, things have gone well. There's There have been ups and downs as far as just doctor's appointments and health things and stuff. But overall, there have not been any major issues, and I'll get into more of that later. But um, overall, there hasn't been anything going on, like, with the baby. Yeah. Everything looks good there. Yeah. you know, seeing the ultrasounds has been very fun and amazing.
1: Right. I know we have had so many episodes from when we found out we were pregnant until now and throughout the whole time we have kept it under underground. Yeah. And you want to
0: talk about, Oh, this would be a good way to end. Right. Should we talk about some little Easter eggs?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So one of the biggest ones, the first one that comes to mind, of course, is Disneyland. Yes. So we were doing the whole like, we did a little mini segment about planning and we were talking about favorite rides and all this stuff. And basically, <laughs> I couldn't go on almost any of the rides at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, And so that's why when we were talking about like favorite rides and stuff, I don't know if anybody else thought it was weird, but I thought it was, but it felt weird because I was just saying like... I was just talking about all of these like kids' rides and stuff. Yes.
1: I and we were rating like a top five rides that we did or something at Disneyland.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> and you were talking all about going on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody picked up on the fact that like I didn't go on it. Yeah. Which I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't. Yeah. Um, so that was a big one was the <laughs> Disneyland.
1: That that was one of the things that came to mind.
0: Yeah. What else? I know there was one time when I said when you said there's more than just two Politos, and uh, oh yeah, and, and you were talking about like your extended family, like your parents and stuff, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's a little Easter egg. Yeah,
1: yeah. There were a couple <laughs> things we said like here and there, like oh, that's a little Easter egg. Yeah. Or here's a little reference to to baby Polito. Yep. And so it was hard sometimes, you know, and sometimes we we would forget. At one point, I almost said, you know, one of the episodes said, oh yeah, like someone is pregnant. <laughs> Uh, But I couldn't, so.
0: It has been difficult in some ways. Like, in February and March, I really was like, especially during the catch-up time on the podcast, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to talk about because all I could think about was, like, the pregnancy and doctor's appointments and all this stuff. And so I'm just like... I have nothing left in my brain to, like, bring to the catch-up segment Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to do with being pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I think that after that, we kind of, like, hit our stride. And then I was like, okay, and I I know that eventually we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah, for a while there, I was just like, I don't know what to talk about. This feels weird. But I knew that I also didn't want to talk about it yet. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's some other stuff, but uh, I can't think of them
0: right now. Yeah, There's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll do another episode where we do like a full, um, where are they now? <laughs> where just are kidding. they now? Where just is kidding. the baby yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then we'll tell you if baby Pallido is though or Pallida. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. So anything else? Anything else that, you want to say? I
1: think that's it. I think that's it for now. The, yeah. This this episode didn't really have a uh, skeleton plan. It just, no. uh, the topic was talking about pregnancy and that's, that's it. So yeah, that's what we're kind of willing. scrambling here, but hope you all enjoy the big catch up that we had. Yeah. Hope you all found something, at least one thing, uh, interesting or, um, helpful know, especially if you're going through the, um, infertility mm-hmm. process and the mm-hmm. journey, or you're stepping out of that, uh, journey and stuff like I we are like here for you guys. We're definitely. here with you guys. So it is definitely hard. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm glad though that we have um, this platform to um, communicate with y'all, you yeah. know? And so, so I'm very glad that we finally got to talk about this and share it with everyone. And so we're excited to talk openly more openly about our lives and the baby and everything. So yeah, um, this podcast is not going away. Um, even with the baby, uh, we're we're going to manage our way, and you might hear some crying and stuff later on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're so excited to, to see what, um, you know, it's going to happen with uh, the third member, mm-hmm. the third Polito.
0: The third Polito.
1: Yeah. So that is it for now, y'all. So thank you so much. And if you could also support us on out there in the social medias, uh, share it, mm-hmm. share, share this episode, like it give us a rating that would be really helpful yeah so yeah take it away savannah
0: and as winnie the pooh says a grand adventure is about to begin see See you you next time.
1: time There's a new addition to the Polito family. Oh, my the parents! The
0: extended Polito family. The extended.
1: Whoa! <laughs> the extended, the other Politos.
0: No, I didn't uh, say the <laughs> other Politos.
1: There's more than two. Anyway, uh, my parents got. Well, my mom got well, Easter a egg cat. There. <laughs> it's more than two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We should, uh, you should save that clip and like play it back later when we talk about being pregnant. Yeah. Like, did anybody catch this Easter egg?
1: Yeah.